Luke chapter 15, verse 11. A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and, and he sent him into his fields to feed, to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have servants? How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise. I will do something about this situation. I will arise and go to my father. Everybody say, go to my father. And I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a, a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to the servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him. And put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to be merry. Hallelujah. They had a party. They had a time because the son came home to the father. And I was thinking about it, you know, tonight as we come together for this reunion and think about the history of what has taken place here and the, and the various pastors and ministers that have served and really, you know, given their lives. You know, like when we were here, leaving a steady job and then, you know, uh, pastoring this church. And the question in my mind, why do we do this? And, and those of you that, you know, have been faithful and stood in this community, I mean, it, it couldn't have been really easy. You know, to live in this community and to be in that different church, whether it be Bread of Life or Christian Outpost or Good News, but it couldn't have been always easy. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I talked to you all about that, but it couldn't have been always easy. You had to go against the grain of society, you know. You had to take a stand for something, amen? And the pastor, you know, the pastors from Thief River that came down here and gave of themselves. And, and Norm and Lori and, and Wayne and Kathy, you know, and all the pastors and Luann that came, they gave their lives, you know, and continue to. Why? The Father's house. 
the Father's heart. The Father's heart beats for the lost. The Father's heart beats for those that are lost and without hope and without God in this world. There's a reason for this. Hallelujah. There's a purpose because the Father's heart beats for the lost and he beats in us. The Father's heart is in us. He cares for those that are away from the house. In the Father's house, that's where it's at. That's where the blessings are. That's where it's good. The prodigal son thought, man, I just got to get out of here. It's so restrictive. You know, I, I want to party. You know, I want to go with the ladies. You know, I want to do this. I want to do that. Things that we maybe don't want to talk about in mixed company. He wanted, he wanted it all. And my father, you know, he's just restricting me. And I just want to get out of here. Give me my due. I want to go. And the father divided his li the living and gave it to him that he might go. And I thought about it. You know, the father, he could have said, oh, son, just, you know, he loved this, this son, right? He loved his son. He could have said, oh, son, just stay here. Have your parties here, you know. Do your thing right here. It's okay, you know. Just stay right here and do it. Just stay. Or, or he might have said, well, you can do what you want, but you're sure not getting any of my money. <laughs> right? No. But no, he couldn't. He couldn't just say, well, just do it here, you know, because then it wouldn't have been the father's house anymore. Right. It would have been a house of sin. Right. It would have been Satan's house, not the father's house. Right. And he couldn't, he couldn't say, well, you know, bless God, you're not getting a dime, you know. He couldn't just control him and make him stay. Because our father doesn't want robots. He wants people to come to him willingly. He wants his children to come back to him willingly. And so just imagine that prodigal son, you know, I can just picture him going down the road. Oh, here I go. I'm going to have me a time, you know. And the father's weeping. He's going away. He's going down the road. He's thinking about, you know, the pleasures of sin. This is going to be great. You know, wow, man, I'm free. I got the dough. You know, I'm going to have a party. Come on. I'm out from this restrictive lifestyle. And he goes and he, you know, he parties and parties and parties and spins and spins and spins and it's all gone. And then there's a famine in the land. And he gets a job feeding pigs. He said, well, I wish I just had some pig feed. Just give me some pig feed. And he thought, what am I doing? What's going on here? The Bible said, he came to himself. You know, sometimes the circumstances of life will cause you to come to yourself. Can I have an amen? I know before we came to the Lord... I, the bottom of the barrel looked like it was way up there. You know? I mean, there's times when you just realize, man, this is bad. He's in, and he remembered the Father's house. Oh, in the Father's house, there's, there's bread enough to spare. There's plenty to eat over there. I know what I do, what I'll do. I will arise. I'm getting out of here. I'm tired of this junk. 
I'm tired of this dirt and filth and hog crap. I don't usually say stuff like that when I preach it, but it really does fit. Yeah, I'm tired of it getting out of here. This is a mess. I will arise and I will go to my Father and I will say, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. And I am no more worthy to be called your son. Just make me a hired servant. Just give me a little place in the bunkhouse where I can have something to eat and just serve you and just be there. Prodigal son repented. Jesus said, unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. We have to come to that place where we repent of our sins. Where we decide, it's better back in the Father's house. A scripture in Proverbs that says, he that covers his sin will not prosper. But he that confesses and turns from his sin will be blessed. Amen? Uh, Isaiah says, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy. Let him return to his God and he will abundantly pardon. Our God is waiting to pardon the people. God, he wants to run out to meet them if they'll just come. If they'll just come back. And so here comes the prodigal son. He's coming home. He's on the road. His, his head's down. His, you know, he's, his shoulders are bowed down. But he's, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. He's crying, you know. And I can just see the father. He's looking out down the road. And he says, there's my son. And the servant says, how do you know that's your son? And I can tell that's my son coming home. Amen. That's my son. He's coming, he's coming home to me. He's coming home to me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He ran out to me. Human fathers might say, well, there he is, find the dragons. <laughs> but back here, here I go again, cussing at you. <laughs> but he ran out with a heart of compassion. And the sense of father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. Just make Till he got a bath. He didn't wait till he cleaned up. He didn't wait till he groveled in the dust a little bit more. He just said, Get the best robe for my son because he's come back to me. He's come back to my house. He's come back to the Father's house. In the Father's house, there's many blessings. We know the scripture talks about our house in heaven, you know. Uh, John 14. I notice you have John 14, 6 on the sign, the new sign out there. I like that. He is the way, the truth. He is the only way, the truth, and the life. And Jesus said, in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. There is a house in heaven, the Father's house. The Father's house is waiting for us. As uh, 
Was it Nick that was talking about, uh, somebody was talking about Jeremiah 29, 11, and expected in. Who was it? Was that you, Jim? Anyway, there's an expected in. There's a future and a hope for us in the Father's house. But I found out that the Father's house is also here. In Ephesians, Paul says to the Christians, he says, you are no longer strangers, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. And Timothy, Paul said, talked about behave yourself in the house of God, which is the church. The Father has a house here. Amen? The Father has a heavenly house, and the Father has an earthly house. And the earthly house, it's not this building, thank God for the building, but it's the people of God. We need the people of God. The church. We need the church. Jesus said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Jesus has a church for people to come home to. And in case you haven't figured it out, the church is not perfect yet. And so sometimes the devil plays tricks on people to keep them away from the house of God because you know it's not per you know they're hypocrites down there. Well, join the club, you are too. No, we're not perfect people, praise God, but Jesus is in his church. He's all about his church. He believes in his church. It's a place to come home to. Oh, thank God for the Father's house. Thank God for a reunion in the Father's house. Come home to the Father, for the Father loves you, loves you. He says, give him the best robe. Give him shoes for his feet so he can begin to walk. Shoes are made for walking, right? You know that? God gives us an ability to walk with him in the church, in the house. Hallelujah. And he gave him a ring, and I guess they had signet rings in those days, which was an emblem of the family, which meant the ability to go down and charge goat feed or whatever you needed. <laughs> you know, here, here's the story. This guy wastes the family treasure, and he comes home, and the father gives him everything. The first day, trusts him with everything. He said, let's have a party. Let's kill the fatted calf. Let's have a time. Let's have a reunion in the father's house. Because this, my son, was dead. Come on. And now he's alive. Come on. Yeah. Before you come to Christ, you're dead in your trespasses and sins. That's what the Bible said. But when you come to Jesus, he gives you life. He gives you life. He gives you more life more abundantly. In the father's house, are those blessings. And the Father rejoices over you and says, let's have a party. Let's have a time. You are out there wasting your substance with righteous living. Hey, all the good times are really right back here in the Father's house. Amen? Amen. So that's what I just came to tell you. It's good to be in the Father's house. Amen? Amen? And if you've been away from the Father's house, you've been away from the Father, hey, you can come home to him. Yeah. He says, you know, if you confess your sin, 
He is faithful and just to forgive you your sin and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. You can find forgiveness in the Father's house. And you can find healing in the Father's house. Healing for your soul and healing for your body. And I'm so encouraged tonight to see young people here tonight and, and families and these young kids running around. You know? That's what we had in, at uh, Bread of Life in, in Twin Valley. The little kids and the big kids. Marvin and Arlene, the big kids. And the little kids, the rugrats, you know. And that's what, that's, that's church. That's the Father's house. It's good in the Father's house. So, you know, maybe tonight, maybe you've been away from the Father's love. Maybe, you know, you just haven't been exactly there with the Father. You haven't been exactly right. You need forgiveness. You need healing. You need to come back to the Father's house. You can do that tonight. Give you an opportunity to do that. Praise God. And we're going to, also we're going to pray for those that have needs. We know there's some that have needs here tonight, too, for healing or whatever need you have in your life. But, uh, God wants you restored. Hallelujah. He wants you healed. He wants Amen. you blessed. He loves you so much. So we're going to give you an opportunity to pray. But why don't we just take a minute, just bow our heads before the Lord. And let's just ask a question between you and the Lord. And, and then after that, I'll give you an opportunity to come. I'd like to pray with you if you've been away from the Father's house. But how many today would say, you know, there's been a distance between me and the Father. Or there's been a distance between me and the Father's house. And I don't like that. I want to come home to the Father. I need forgiveness. I need healing. If that's you, would you lift your hand tonight? All right. I see that. those hands. Any others? Let's just be honest. This is family time here. Praise God. Anyone else? Anyone else? Praise God. Been, been, been a separation. There's been a distance. It, it's all about relationship, you know. The Father wants you right next to him in his bosom. Sometimes there gets to be a distance. Anyone else? Just raise your hand. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe some of these young people, maybe you've never experienced Jesus Christ in your life. He'll come into your heart. If you'd like to do that, he'll come in. He'll change you tonight. Praise the Lord. Well, if you raise your hand, or if, even if you didn't, you just, hey, I want to come back to the Father. I need to get close to the Lord. Would you just come? I'd like to pray with you. Just come. Just come and don't be bashful. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Look at these men of God. Amen. Any others? Any others? Praise God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Just wait a moment before we pray. Is there anyone else that would like to come and stand with them? Praise God. Thank you, Lord.
Let's just pray together. Let's all just pray. Just say, Dear Father, thank you for sending Jesus that all my sins might be forgiven, that I might be cleansed and brought near to you. Thank you for saving me. Thank you that Jesus was risen from the dead. Here I am, Father. Forgive me. Heal me. Cleanse me. Make me whole. Restore me to you and to your house. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We pray you have been blessed and encouraged by this message from Tom Shanklin Ministries. Tom Shanklin Ministries is reaching the world with the good news of Jesus Christ. We invite you to become part of this worldwide evangelistic outreach through your prayers and financial support. To request our free monthly newsletter, you can reach Tom Shanklin Ministries at 507-407-HELP. That's 507-407-4357. Visit Tom Shanklin Ministries online at TomShanklin.org or send cards and letters to Tom Shanklin Ministries, P.O. Box 4144, Mankato, Minnesota, 56002.